Hey, everybody, welcome to the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. We are coming to you on a Saturday evening, which is obviously unusual and also gives you an idea into our extremely exciting social lives. Um, but the uh, fact of the matter is, with the Steelers playing in the Hall of Fame game this past week on our usual podcast night, this just worked out better for us. And we will certainly go through, break down everything that uh, we saw in the Steelers' 16-3 win over Dallas in uh, in the preseason opener. The, the good, the bad, the ugly, all that. We'll get into the quarterback situation, James Washington, uh, any any issues they might be having defensively, any of that kind of stuff. And uh, uh, many of you uh, probably watched uh, the Hall of Fame induction ceremonies, and uh, Ben is, is with me tonight. Ian may jump on. We're not real sure yet. But uh, uh, Ben did not get a chance yet uh, while we're recording here to have seen Troy Palomalu's acceptance speech. Uh, I did see it. I'm, I'm still kind of dealing with a bit of the chills uh, from it. Um, I'll just leave it at that. But those of you that, that are listening, if you saw it, you know exactly what I'm talking about um, and so on and so forth. But um, on to bigger and better things. Ben, welcome into the show and uh, let's get to the important stuff. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, a little Basil Hayden bourbon and uh, okay. a classic uh, Deschutes Mirror Pond Pale Ale. So okay. I'm uh, covered. Yeah, yeah, I like the Deschutes. Uh, I haven't had that one in particular. Um, I uh, just twisted open a Yingling uh, lager, and uh, very I think excited I've had that, that once or twice. It's it's very delicious, or a few um, hundred times. Yeah, well, that also. Yes, yes. Um, I, I whenever I'm uh, traveling through uh, Indiana on the way back from uh, Illinois, uh, whether my daughter. Uh, is the reason or other family. I try to stop in Indiana and grab some yingling since uh, my state does not carry it, which is stupid. Uh, hey, anyway. uh, a, a yeah. quick shout out to, uh, to Craig for uh, selling me his bears tickets today. Thanks, Craig. Mm, mm. <laughs> the, I, I did not know this while I yes, sip on yes. my yingling. Oh, good for him. All right. And good for you. Yeah, um, yeah. No, have he's have not you... on. He's not on the Twitter machine right now. No, um, he's, uh, again, he's... right. But he's gonna put all of his, his tickets up for sale again, okay. except yep. for, I think he said the home opener, and one other game. I don't know. Okay. I sent him a text this morning, and he got back to me, and and okay. it's all worked out. Now, so, now have you? Thanks, have Craig. You, have you sat in his seats before? I have not. Okay. All right. Well, you're you're in for a splendid experience. Let's just yeah. Put it I'm that way. I'm quite sure. I mean, I've yeah. I've been in the in the area with this you know with the suites and the club section before. Yeah. 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 Okay. So well, then you, the proximity yeah. to the bar and the bathrooms and everything else. Is, oh, it's lovely. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty nice. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it I'm, is. It's... I'm looking forward to it. Indeed. Uh, and and like all Steelers fans, we're uh, looking forward to the next preseason game, which of course is this Thursday, I believe, against the Panthers, who play Carolina this coming week, I believe. Um, but uh, anyway, Ben, just you know, before we dive into the real specifics, what what were some general takeaways for you um, based on Thursday night there in Canton, Ohio? Uh, the offensive line is not healthy. Mm-hmm. And and obviously still a work in progress. Um, the Steelers have the Eagles this week. Eagles, and that's they're, it. They're in Philly. They end with the Panthers. I should. They end with that. the Panthers, yeah. as 
as they do every year. Yep, that's why. Uh, I uh, I wasn't particularly impressed with the quarterbacks. Um, I know mm-hmm. a lot of people uh, thought Josh Dobbs played a nice game. Um, yeah, he did, but basically he was on mop-up duty against fourth and fifth round, fourth and fifth string guys, excuse me, um, who aren't going to make the team. And mm-hmm. he's been around a while. He He's smarter than all those guys that are out there, and he knows where to attack them. So it's not – I'm just saying keep it in perspective. Sure. Um, I don't think Dobbs makes this team. I do think because he just he doesn't have a, a lot of long term promise, and that doesn't mean mm-hmm. he's a bad guy. We all like him and and hope he does good things in in the future. Of course, um, and and Ben Roethlisberger really likes him. Yep. I just after watching all three of those quarterbacks play, he definitely has the least ability, you know, with his arm. Uh, mm-hmm. He's he's a great athlete, um, no question. Super smart. Uh, I, I'm sure that's why Ben likes him so much. Likes to, you know, be able to get bounce ideas off of him and get his Definitely. take when he goes when he goes to the sideline. But if you look at the, tra- the trajectory of the other two quarterbacks, you know, Mason Rudolph is signed in 2022. As much as I right. want the Steelers to trade him away, uh, I don't think they're going to. Um, and Dwayne Haskins still has to prove a handful of things, um, mm-hmm. you know, and we can get into that later. But uh, in terms of just you know, raw quarterback ability. That guy has got a hell of a high ceiling. If if he can stay focused and become the player he can be, mm-hmm. he could be a gem. And I, I don't think he's necessarily Ben's heir apparent or anything. I'm not making that case. No, no. Um, I do think, though, that he has a future. Um, he'll be on this team this year. And he's a restricted free agent in 2022. So we'll have him for two years. And and we'll see what happens, you know. Um, yeah, he'll he'll either be a guy that they want to sign long term, and they're they're paying I don't know five or six million dollars a year to on the second mm-hmm. contract, or you know maybe he'll surprise us all and make me make me eat my words. It would be really nice, and I, I say this all the time, but it'd be really nice if the guys that I think suck, like like Mason Rudolph. Yeah, um, the guy, a guy that I have the lowest low expectations for, like Dwayne Haskins. Mm-hmm. If they would prove me wrong, make me eat my words. Absolutely, I'm right. It would with be you. fantastic. Well, um, yeah, and let, let's just stay with the quarterback since you, you you're kind of already talking about him a little bit. Um, if you look at it from the off the field perspective, in terms of the financials, you, you kind of dove into Dwayne Haskins a little bit. I mean, he's signed on the cheap. He's a restricted free agent, so he'll he'll be here next year, um, unless of course they choose not to. But um, you know, as far as Rudolph, they've signed him for next year just to make sure they had a, a quarterback on the well, roster. The, the thing uh, with Haskins, you know, and I, I just want to interject this real quickly, and then you can finish yeah, your point. Yeah. The thing with Haskins is they can use the original round tender on him, and mm-hmm. they get a first round pick in return because he was a first rounder. That's right. And they've only got to pay him. I don't know. It'll probably be at 2.8, 2.9 million dollars next year. Is it? So yeah. I mean, based upon what I've seen so far, I'm pretty sure they're going to keep him. Now, things can change between now and next March. Well, certainly. But yeah. if he keeps it, it, his head in the game and and continues his upward trajectory, this is a guy they're going to keep around. 
everything that I think you and I are hearing and being told is is that you know the the little incident he had where his wife fiance uh, kind of confused wife. by the whole thing wife thank you uh, you know uh, took a shot at him uh, and punched him and stuff was was very much a blip uh, on the radar because the coaching staff, the organization, the players around him have all been singing his praises. Um, and it's a blip on the radar unless it happens again. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that, that's all it is right now, but you know, as we've discussed on, on this program many, many times, um, there are blips for some guys and there are major, major mistakes for others. Um, even though those incidents might be very, very similar, uh, but bottom line is, you're right. The ceiling is still very high for him. His his arm is is really a, a small cannon. Um, it, it is amazing to me to watch him go through his his reads, and he knows he has to get rid of the ball. And a couple of times he he did so, and he went to the right guy. Ben, he was falling backwards, you know, a couple of times and yeah. still flung the ball out with tremendous yeah. velocity. He, he's um, got a great arm. He's got an yeah. arm rim that that's reminiscent of Ben's arm. I mean, and, the, yeah. and he feels the pass rush better than Mason. He just has natural traits at the quarterback position that exceed Mason's ability, at least from my perspective. I, I think Mason's problems, all of them, well, most of them, he's a little bit weak in the arm. But yes. his biggest problem is between his ears. His well, biggest we, issue is between his ears. He he doesn't seem to be able to read defenses, or at least he's not very confident in his ability to do so. Uh, he can't feel the pass rush. He's slow-footed in the pocket. He continually checks the ball down when he's got guys running open in the field. Well, I yeah, don't. I do let not me ask you about him. that. Because the Cowboys looked like they were playing a lot of single high safety. Yeah. You know, which, okay, in most cases, that means you're going to have an opportunity to take a deep shot. Um, what, do you, and and do they you, got one. He, he got they, one to Claypool. He did. They did. And that they was did. a nice play. And, and, and he, yeah. he threw one other pass to Claypool. It was a little high. And, I, you know, watching it, watching the replay, it kind of looked to me like Claypool was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to reach up there and grab – this in the hall of fame game and take a shot in the ribs i'm just gonna let this go which you know was a little disappointing by the same token it was like okay i i get it self-preservation yeah yeah um yeah so you know he has become checked on charlie there's no doubt about it it's it's almost kind of a uh, alex smith yeah i mean it's a running gag with with a lot of people in the know on on Steelers social media uh especially when you get you know guys like nick Fairbaugh who does a great job tweeting um what what's going on at, at Steelers camp and practices and stuff and you know it, it oh and uh he dumped it down to the running back again you know you just get that sense and uh i, I you made this comment um, in our chat, and I think it's it's very appropriate. We know what Mason Rudolph's ceiling is. Yep. Uh, I, I think we've seen it. Um, I, I think we know what he can do. You know, Haskins, there's still a lot there. Dobbs, I think we know what his ceiling is. Uh, I, I do like the mobility. I, I like the smarts uh, for a third-string type guy, but I, I just – 
they're not going to pass on keeping a guy like Haskins around. I, I so I think Dobbs therefore is the odd guy out. I, I agree, and uh, I, I also think that Haskins moves very well in the short area. He was moving on really nicely in the pocket. Yeah, yeah, he did. He does. He's he's um, God, who he reminded me of somebody the other day, and I couldn't think of who it was, but he he does. He gets dropped. He takes his drop. He gets almost kind of in a phone booth, moves around very good in that phone booth. But if you ask him to expand out of that, I don't think he moves quite as well. No, I, uh, I agree. His his top end speed, as we know, is is yeah. not good. He's not an athlete. Yeah. But I mean, Mason. Mason moves around in the pocket like Kent Graham. It's it's and it's like, man, both of your parents were college athletes. (laughs) You heavy leg. You should be amazing at this. Mm -hmm. And you're not. I don't get it. He got the heavy leg gene from somebody. He just he just is. I don't know. I don't know any other way to put it. I think again, he he can't feel the pass rush. He doesn't have a sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't trust his judgment down the field. He's really focused on trying to get the ball out to the right person, and he's not paying attention to things like the pass rush at the same time. And he only looks at a read one time, once. So Would if a guy go- if a guy flashes open after after Mason looks at him one time, forget it. It's done. He's not going to see him. Would you, he's would already checked go- down to the running back at that point. Would you go so far as to say that he plays a lot like a guy, a quarterback who doesn't want to make a mistake? Yeah. He's just afraid you to know, make where, the mistake. Yeah. Where Ben takes a lot of chances because oh, he's huge. so damn good that he's right. like, oh, yeah, you know what? I've gotten really good at playing this game by taking chances. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and it helps when you've you've got a, a perennially good defense behind you, too. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, that's just what Mason reminds me of. Um, l- let me move on to uh, another aspect of the offense. Uh, a, lot, a lot of folks were talking about Kalen Bellage. Um, and, and I look, I, I think all of us liked what he did. Um, runs hard, falls forward. Uh, but yeah. you got to look at the perspective, right? And what was the competition he was going up against? Yeah, he, he wasn't going against guys that are going to be on the Dallas roster and let's be frank dallas's run defense is pretty bad anyway Mm. um i thought that he did some nice things that that carry um first and five from the five where he pushed in yep you know the line got some push they got a couple of yards and he got the rest and and he made it work and i i gotta give him props that was nice um but by the same token this is a guy who's been a street free agent cut three times He's on his fourth team in five years. Okay. Uh, you know, people keep coming back and saying, well, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Look at Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks has been traded three times. Yes. Two mm-hmm. of those trades were for a first round pick, and Roy involved a first round pick, a first and a fourth, mm-hmm. and a first and a third. And the most recent trade involved a second round pick, and he's almost 30 years old. This is not a guy that people think is trash. It's just basically moving money around because of the salary cap. Yeah. Yeah, big difference a guy like, between a guy like Balage, who has always played in a rookie contract or for the minimum, like this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not impacting the, the salary cap at all. He's just a guy that they look at, they think has ability, they think they can develop him to a home run hitter because of what he did in college. Mm-hmm. You know, coaches always think the last guy was wrong. Let's bring this guy in and see what we can do with him. And well, then, yeah, he, yeah. He, yeah. He, doesn't do what they think he could do, and they cut him. 
And the knock on Balazs has always been that he looks good in, in practice. He, he, you know, he looks good in the run up to the season. And then the regular season comes around, he fades. And I, you know, all I'm saying, I'm not saying the guy is not worthy of being a backup with the Steelers. Mm-hmm. What I am saying is this. I see people tweeting, I knew this guy was a baller. I knew it. As soon as they signed him, I knew he was a baller. No, he's not. He is not. Not yet. No. He's it, not. It, he's right. he's at best, at his very best, he's going to be a journeyman running back in the NFL, making the minimum on one-year deals over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. I, I Again, liked what he did, but you got to keep it in perspective. You got to recognize the the opposition in front of him. Um, and now if he, if he continues to do that, uh, this week, he gets a chance against, you know, let's say the twos and threes. And then eventually if he gets a chance against the ones yeah. and he's still, and he's still doing it, then by God, he's going to be on the roster. Yeah. You know? I mean, Benny Snell came back to practice today. Well, I mean, let's, let's talk about everybody else. Najee Harris, I yeah. thought played a nice game. Uh, he yeah. didn't have one, he had one carry where he lost four or five yards. Yep. Um, but I mean, that was really blocked very poorly. And he got hit by two guys immediately and then a third. Yeah. No place to go. Um, he had another carry where it should have been a four yard loss and he got five yards, you know. So he's he's making things happen when he's got broken plays. Mm-hmm. I thought he played nicely. Yeah. Um, I like Anthony McFarland, but I think he's gonna be more of a gadget type guy. Um Jet sweeps. Uh, I wish they could run the counter. Man, if they could run the counter, he would be so good. But the guards just are so immobile right now. Yes. Um, it's not pretty. Um, it, you know, the real Samuels, quick. I, you know, I said it at the end of the season, he's playing his way out of the league. <laughs> yeah. You know, he, I'm, I'm going to give him the same treatment I would, I, we talked about with Balaj. Yeah, he did a couple of nice things the other night, but again, look at the the defense, what he was going up against. Uh fourth and fifth string guys, uh they don't have a real good run defense anyway. Uh, again, put it put it in perspective. Um the the thing that worries me with McFarland, I agree with you that he seems headed for gadget destiny. He goes down pretty much on first contact every time. Um or, or I expect more from him in the open field. He gets tackled in the open field more than I would have thought. Does that make any sense? No, it absolutely does. And he's not a real big guy. No. Um, so he needs to get past that first level and get into the open field. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, if he can, if he can get clear, he's like Willie Parker. If, if he, you just give him a little bit of space, he's got that burst and he's a home run hitter. So, I think he's going to be better, much better this year than he was last. Absolutely. No I question. I don't know how yeah. they're going to utilize him, though. I, I think right. it'll be, obviously, it'll be Harris first. It'll be it'll be McFarlane coming in mm-hmm. in the instances where they used Ray Ray McLeod last year. You know, that yeah. Yeah. didn't really work all that well. And McFarlane's a, a far better player, in my in my opinion, for those types of plays. Yeah. Um, I, I, and, I, I you know yeah. you probably have Balaj or Benny Snell as your true number two, mm-hmm. but they might get fewer snaps if Harris stays healthy. You know what I mean? You're gonna have guys yeah. that play oh, yeah. on first and second down. You're gonna have guys that play on third. Um, uh, yeah. As 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 vanilla as Matt Canada kept his offense the other night, um, and it, and it was extremely vanilla. Um, I liked it. 
I, I liked the pace of it. Uh, I like what they're trying to do. Um, I, I'm excited to see the next steps, which I don't really think we'll see until the regular season begins. Because I agree. I think he's going to, you know, sit on as much of that as possible. But, you know, I, I think when you get that motion going, you you put a lot of stress on those linebackers. And and I think that's that's what he's looking for. So I I was fine with what the offense uh, uh, was doing in terms of, of its development and stuff. So I, I, I'm good with that. Uh, really want to see the starting offensive line practice and play. Yeah. Be really nice if these guys were healthy and got their asses out there. It sounded today like the line we expect was actually going today. Uh, Chooks and Banner, and then uh, Dotson and Turner and uh, Green. If I'm, if I'm, I don't think I read that wrong. I thought that's who I saw as the first first unit today. But today, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, of course, we'll it means see. nothing. But no, nah, it doesn't mean anything until Thursday, and right. And, you know, I, the field in Canton is notorious for notorious being a terrible bad. one. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I can see where you, you don't want to risk guys that are critical. And if you got guys that are a little nicked up, you just you don't play them yeah. on that field. Nope. I was surprised they left Harris in that long, to be perfectly honest with you. Same. It, end of the first quarter. Yeah. End of the first quarter. I was like, yeah, no, that's enough. You've seen enough. Oh, just just oh. pull him. He didn't. He didn't pull him. <laughs> and, uh, and that's Mike Tomlin, uh, you know. Yeah. Just, uh, nope. Leaving him in there. He's fine. Hey, man, how you doing? You good? Yeah. All right. Go back in. Get the rookie some action. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, and I I get it. You got to work these guys, but uh, I know a guy I like know. that. What if he? What if he? I don't know. A high ankle sprain. I don't even well, say I, ACL. But what if he? Yeah, you know, God. a high ankle sprain. I, uh, I that, that's the kind of thing that. Uh huh. Yeah, I cringe at the thought. Uh, just a reminder, you are listening to the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing, serving Broward, the southern Palm Beach counties of Florida. Whether it's commercial, residential, multifamily, or condos, contact Deck Roofing today by visiting deckroofing.com. Hey, one, uh, one last, one quick point. Yeah. Last point on the offense. Yeah. Go ahead. Since we we mentioned, uh, or I mentioned Ray Ray McLeod earlier, mm-hmm. uh, McLeod was the kind of all-purpose returner last year. Yes. Um, it looked as though they were trying to have McFarlane return kicks and Matthew Sexton, who did a nice job returning punts, <laughs> return the punts. Yeah. I mean, I'm not uh, saying they're going to they're gonna keep it that way all preseason, but those guys, well, no. I mean, I, uh, McFarlane, well, he took a knee twice. <laughs> right, right. Um, uh, but Sexton, you know, he made some nice things happen. You got to kind of wonder if they're not going to keep giving him touches there. And if that doesn't enhance his chance of, he, um, of making his made, Yeah, he made his living in college. He played at Eastern Michigan. He is sneaky quick, sneaky fast. Little tiny uh, guy. Yes, made his living on, on special teams. And, you know, maybe he's a Matt Canada type that you, you use occasionally in his offense. I don't know, but... You know who, whose roster spot does he get? That's that's McLeod. I, I, it would have to be. You know, it, it would it, I mean, McLeod's not a big guy either. No, he's not. That's you know. You know and I if think they like his decision making. Thicker uh, than Sexton. Yeah, I yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but 
you know, yeah. I, I don't know on a balance. That's hard. That's hard to say those, right. those last few roster spots usually come down to Danny Smith though. And oh, it's chewing yes. gum. Danny boy, Danny, Danny, Danny in the gum. Uh, yeah. Let's flip it over to the defense. Yeah, um, please. Okay. We gave up three points uh, to the Cowboys. Um, you know, again, it's preseason. Yeah. So keep these things in mind, folks. And the, um, and the Cowboys backup quarterbacks are fucking horrible. Oh my God. Yeah, but you know what? They, ah, oh God, I just, let, let me pull this up here real quick. You know, Gilbert was nine of 13. Cooper Rush was eight of 13. Danucci, seven of seven. Danucci's not good. I don't even know why he's bothered. He bothers. Um, and he had the one pick too. Um, but you know, I, I like some of the things our guys are doing defensively. There's several secondary guys I thought played well. I thought uh, a couple of our outside backers played pretty well. Um, yeah. you know, but but I again, mean, they're Jameer Jones, yeah. Jameer Jones and Quincy Roche yeah. both proved, you know, they belong as pass rushers. Yes. Um Cassius Marsh didn't. Um which is fine. Whoa, whoa, he had a sack, man. What are you talking about? Oh, well, great. <laughs> Against the third team t- left tackle, oh, right tackle, excuse me. Uh, yeah, you know, no. Um, Melvin Ingram looked all right, didn't he? You know? Yeah, I mean, he I had thought very, limit, very Smith, limited. Highsmith yeah. looked great, in my opinion. He he has, and I, I'm not even going to use the caveat that he's going up against, you know, second team tackle there in the beginning. Uh, he just looks good to me. He I, looks really, really good. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I think when Roche learns to better set the edge, he's going to be a good player, and yeah. I, I'm hoping that happens for him this season. That and then he can move into the role as the third outside linebacker next year. All he's really got to do to secure that position is learn to play special teams and play it well, mm-hmm. because that's going to be the key to him getting a helmet on Sundays. Absolutely. Yeah, he ha- he has to. Um, I I mean, I liked what he did. He had a little bit of variety with pass rush, nice bull move, bull rush rather. Um, nice you know, rip move, nice yeah. rip move. Yeah, he had a very nice little repertoire of, of pass rush moves, if you will. Um, did you see anything out of either uh, Arthur Millette or Antoine Brooks that makes you say, "Oh yeah, he's the guy in the corner position in the nickel." Uh, Brooks is a little bigger bodied guy. Um, and I think that's what they like him there is they, they want a good tackler in that spot. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think he's as good in coverage as Millette. Millette gave up a play early, Mm -hmm. but then he kind of settled down and started playing well. And I was like, okay, well, when he initially came out, I was like, who the fuck is that guy? Oh, Oh, yeah, that's better. That's, that's much better. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I get a little excitable during the games. Absolutely. Um, Who you know does? what happens. Um but yeah, I uh I, I very much think that is a competition in progress. Yeah. And that nothing is settled. Right now, they've got Brooks in the spot because he's more familiar with mm-hmm. the defense than Millet is, but that doesn't mean anything necessarily. Um no. I also tend to believe that they are going to use Sutton in either the nickel spot or the dime spot on obvious passing downs because mm-hmm. they like his ability to communicate. They they like his smarts, and they like him in the middle of a field calling out 
what the offense is, calling out what the yeah. play is going to be. And they're going to utilize him that way. And James Pierre is making right. that possible. I, You know what? Pierre started to show towards the end of last year. I think a lot of people were excited about it, and, and he's given us no reason not to be so far. Yeah. Um, even, even when he makes a play that is not great or, or even not good, he bounces back really well, which is a huge asset for a cornerback. Yeah. Um, so I, I agree with you. I, I think that they're going to be able to have that flexibility, which may well be needed if they can't settle on a specific and, guy. And, and Mark nickel. Gilbert did some nice things. I was just going to mention him. I did too. I, I, I really wanted to see Shakur Brown play. I was excited about mm-hmm. that. And, and well, excited is the wrong word. I was curious. I, he really sure. piqued, piqued my interest. I wanted to see it. Yeah. And he didn't, he didn't really do much. Um, Mark Gilbert did some nice things. Which makes me wonder again mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you can play special teams. Yeah, that guy, especially after that performance on Thursday night, he should be in Danny Smith's office bugging him to get <laughs> get in on as many special teams reps as he can get right now. Right now, yeah, I, I I I was impressed with him. He closed on the ball very well. He did. Um, you know, broke he up does. at least one, if not two, that I remember. I I mean, I I I was pleased with what I mean, he and, did. And again. You know, it, it, it's poor competition, but he's yeah. competing and he's making things right. happen. And he's making himself look good. And those are the kind of guys you can develop. Definitely. No, I, I yeah, no, you're right on there. Um, uh, there, Bugs there were did some nice things too. Isaiah Bugs. Yeah, he had, he had the one, didn't he have a roughing the passer or something stupid? But I, I he think did. Other, but honestly, yeah. that was, that was kind of a borderline call. It was. I, it was. I mean, honestly, it was like half a second. It could have gone either way, mm-hmm. but it's the quarterback, so they're going to call it because it's the NFL. Yeah. Um, I yeah. kind of thought it was a bullshit call at the time, but I was like, eh, whatever. It's fine. I, yeah. you know, who cares? Um, I thought, you know, he was getting consistent pressure up the gut, which mm-hmm. was nice. Mm-hmm. Really nice to see. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And and it's his time. He he's He knows, you know, what his job is there now. And, uh, if he can't get it done now, I don't think he's ever going to get it done. Um, let me let me ask you this: Do you think that they are going to bring somebody in for uh, inside linebacker? God, I fucking hope so. I um, think they're going to need to. I I liked what Buddy Johnson did. Did some nice. Things, I did too. But again, you know, uh, rookie. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think that he's necessarily ready to stand next no. to to Devin Bush and, and be the guy. Um, I, I like Robert Spillane as a two down linebacker. Yep. I, I do not like him when he's got a trail, a running back um, <laughs> no. in coverage. That's, that's just not, no, I, I, I don't want to see that. Um, I think, I think Marcus Allen is fighting for a roster spot. And I, I think that uh, Ulysses Gilbert is, is, fighting for a roster spot as well. I just, you know, looking at those guys, the depth mm-hmm. in particular, it's a little scary. And Robert Spillane doesn't really excite me either. Um, T-Grant Scales. I mean, what oh, is he? I, you know, right. I, I think they should bring in another, another yeah. inside linebacker. Um, Avery Williamson is still unsigned. Um, he, he is. 
KJ Wright is still unsigned. Um, somebody else. Uh, it slips my mind right now. And none of these guys are like premier free agents. No, no, oh, of just, course not. They'd be with teams if they were. Yeah. yeah, they're just guys they can bring in to compete and see how they fit. And right now, what we have behind both starters, which are Robert Spillane and Devin Bush, mm-hmm. isn't good. And Robert Spillane has weaknesses of his own. He, he's a good run stopper, right. but that's really it. Yeah. He's, he's limited. Let's put it just that. Let's just put it that way. He's he's limited as an athlete. He is. I mean, he's a great story. He's a great guy. He works his tail off, but yeah, that's not going to make up for the fact that he's he is limited. Um, if if you watch that game, you'll see exactly what we're talking about when he I, gets locked on running backs. And you know, it's just it is what it is. I mean, since, no since we're we're talking running backs, and, and and in particular, given what they did last year with Allen Marcus Allen. Um, let's talk for a minute about Miles Killebrew. I thought he did some nice things, and I did too. <laughs> and he's a bigger guy. He's six two, two and a quarter. Um, as a safety, anyway, he's a bigger guy. Yeah. Uh, I I kind of wonder if he isn't going to be like a a dimebacker. There know, was a deal where where he's yeah. he's standing up on third and seven. He's standing there next to Devin Bush. And he's got he's got responsibilities to cover the running back if he comes out of the flat, you know, which gives mm-hmm. Bush which gives Bush the flexibility to to kind of play the Joker role in that kind of a situation. There was one play where uh, the Cowboys threw it out wide, you know, kind of a, a quick quick hitter, if you will, out, out wide, and and the Steeler DB came up and just put the clamps on the guy, and I. I couldn't believe it was Killebrew. Yeah. I mean, he was he was locked on the guy out wide, and he made a really, really good tackle for a bigger guy uh, yeah. on a receiver. So, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I, I, I'm I, very when I saw him, he flashed, and I was like, wait, why is Mike Hilton so big? Oh, wait, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Hilton hit the steroids. Uh, well, no. Uh, wow. Yeah. Um, you know, after the game and the the next day or two, uh, there were some rumblings uh, by certain media types that uh, Steelers wide receiver James Washington was uh, demanding, requesting, asking requesting. for a trade. Um, now, today, I will tell you guys this. Uh, Mike Tomlin said, uh, I told the NFL, uh, Adam Schefter, he told that. Ah, no, none of that's true. It's bogus. We love James. We love what he's doing, blah, blah, blah. Um, what's your take? And, and especially since, uh, you, you know, some people in the know, what, what are you hearing about this? Well, all I heard was they probably wouldn't trade him if he did ask for a trade. Yeah. And, and that was, you know, recently. Um, and then Tomlin comes out and says, no, he never asked for a trade that we, we don't really respond to those unnamed sources. Mm -hmm. Uh, And my guess is the unnamed source was probably his agent. Yeah. Um, I, I think, you know, James Washington's is a good guy, you know, by all accounts, he's a good guy. He's not going to cause a stink, um, which is why they, they probably Mm -hmm. wouldn't have, have traded him anyway. Uh, but look at his situation. This is a guy who is going into a contract year. Mm -hmm. Um, he, he wants to get paid just like everybody else. He happens to be a good receiver. 
on a team that's really, really good at drafting receivers. Yeah. I mean, how many, how many guys at wide receiver get second contracts with the Steelers? Not many. No, they pay one guy. They pay one guy and everybody else is a bunch of guys. They draft and they're like, yeah, we need to draft another receiver because this guy is going to be done in a year or two. Mm -hmm. Need to keep bringing them in. We're going to pick receivers anyway. We're going to pick one guy for some continuity and that's it. Everybody else is a bunch of guys. We're going to roll in and and they're just going to be here for the rookie contract. And then they're done. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and and you see it over and over and over again. They paid Heinz Ward, they paid Antonio Brown. Um, they haven't paid really anybody else. I mean, Juju right. got a deal, but I mean, yeah, it's a one year deal, right? Wasn't really your typical second contract. No, nah, it's a one year deal, and and next year he's got to do it again. Yeah. So uh, you know, they don't pay anybody at wide receiver because they're so good at picking that spot. So James Washington is stuck on this team where he knows he's not going to get many opportunities this year Mm -hmm. because he's got, he happens to have three guys in front of him that are even better than he is, even though he's a good player. He really is a good player. That's the key part. There are three guys ahead of him that are better than he is. He's also got to contend with the fact that now Najee Harris has joined the team. He's a good pass catching receiver. Mm -hmm. And you also have Eric Ebron and Pratt Fryermuth, by the Mm -hmm. way. Okay, so that's six guys. <laughs> yeah. Six guys. There's only one ball. And he's the seventh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying he's the seventh option. I am not saying that. But what I am saying is he isn't going to be probably in the top four, I don't think, unless somebody gets hurt. And right, having – having a bunch of really good receivers is a wonderful thing. You know, if, mm-hmm. if someone does go down hurt, not a problem. You just plug in the next guy, not a big deal. And the Steelers are stacked at wide receiver. They are, they are stacked. And as a matter of fact, at the skill positions, um, all that really this offense goes where the offensive line goes this year. If the offensive yes, line can perform absolutely. No at question. even, at even a decent level, if they're a top 15 unit, this is going to be a very successful offense. If if they're as bad as they were last year, they are not going to be a t- good offense. <laughs> <laughs> they are going to be in trouble. That's what they're going to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, I'm with you on Washington. He, he's, he's got the deck stacked against him. He's got three more talented guys ahead of him. He's got guys climbing up his back from behind. Uh, that are hungry and want roster spots. Plus, as you mentioned, the tight ends, Najee Harris. It, it, it's it reminds me in a lot of ways of of uh, you know a basketball team that's that's got you know a bunch of great scorers. You know, there's only one ball, and uh, yeah, not, not everybody can score every time down court, and uh, that that's 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 where it is for Washington. So we'll just leave it at that. Uh, Mike Tomlin says they don't have any plans to trade him, and and obviously. Uh, as as was famously quoted in the movie The Godfather, um, somebody could make you an offer you can't refuse. That's always possible, but I don't think anybody sees that coming. So you I mean, don't I, really worry about it. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe you want to go ahead and trade him for an inside linebacker. Now there's an idea. Uh, I I'm I'm up for that. I mean, you you got 
you got a lot of options yeah. at the skill positions right now. And you got a guy who really, honestly, Washington should be a number two wide receiver on a lot of teams. And yes. he's the number four in Pittsburgh. You know, maybe you do find one of those teams who's got an extra inside linebacker they don't mind parting ways with, and mm-hmm. you, you trade him straight up. I, I'm open to that. I think it would be terrific. Um, they they need help there. Uh, no two ways about it. I, I before we uh, get on out of here, just just real quick on the specialist front, uh, Sam Sloman. It's been nice having you. Um, I don't think Chris uh, Boswell well, has anything it, to to worry Sam about. Sloman was never going to make the team anyway, but no, he wasn't. But his performance, I feel bad for him, him honestly, because well, he bounced back. He missed a PAT, missed a field goal. You know, when he came back, he nailed a forty-eight yarder, and then, yeah. and then made a PAT. So he, he recovered. Um, punting wise, um, Mister Mister Harvin, nice job, young man. Oh my uh, God! I, I, wow. Um, what did you think of the punt that, uh, we recovered after it hit the Dallas returner? Do you think he was intentionally trying to kind of line drive that? Or was that just a complete goof on his part? Uh, that was a goof on the, the returner's part. Oh, for sure. On his part, but I, the punt oh, on the, pun- the low and, um, uh, maybe yeah. he was trying to confuse him. I, I don't know. You know, I don't know what was going through his head. Right. All I can tell you is the guy had four punts, and on every punt, something good happened. Yeah. How do you question that kind of a performance? I, I You don't. You just say, <laughs> Jordan Berry, thank you for your service, and we wish you well on your flight back to Australia. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know how you do anything differently there. Um, this week, the Steelers, uh, of course, will have the Eagles, uh, coming up. They, they finish up the preseason, um, Eagles, Lions, and then, uh, Panthers, I believe it is, if I'm not mistaken, at the end there. And, uh, of course, the Lions, they'll see later on during the regular season as well. Um, we did want to mention TJ Watt because that, that was something yeah. that we uh, we had been <laughs> guessing, and now it's it's kind of out there now. Um, it's official. TJ, yeah, TJ Watt hasn't just been sitting there uh, because he's nursing a boo boo. Um, ben, what did we find out today? Well, Keith Butler acknowledged the fact that TJ is not going to practice. Well, he's not doing any kind of team drills no, or, no or team, team drills. scrimmaging. And I don't imagine he's going to play in any preseason games until he signs his contract. Yep. It is yeah. what it is. They're they're working on it. I, I think, you know, look. I think he gets gonna... paid. I'm not concerned yeah. about it. Nor you know? am I. Um, no. I, I think it'll happen. I, I don't see them letting him get away um, by the same token. You know, I don't know who he's represented by. Hopefully not either. Le'Veon Bell's agent. <laughs> <laughs> that worked out well. Uh, From a yeah, Steelers thought so, they had a deal twice, two years in a row, and yep, they yep. didn't. Yeah, God, imagine how things would have changed. Um, yeah, so TJ is uh, getting some individual work in. He will not get any teamwork in until uh, that that new deal is done, and and uh, that that's that. You know, I mean, it's just it really is that simple. But uh, anyway, um, if you checked out all the Hall of Fame stuff tonight, Steeler Nation representing about as well as you could have imagined. That TJ place was packed tonight. TJ is represented yeah. by CAA. 
Okay. So no, All right. he doesn't have Bell's agent. No, he does not. <laughs> um, yeah. So no, I, I, I still, I think this gets done um, at, at some point during the preseason here. And uh, I, I will admit, I'll be a little nervous if we're talking about the last week and it's still not done. Of course, they, was it, was it Heinz Ward? They did like just hours before the season started. One year, uh, was, was it? Yeah, it was day somebody. of. Yeah, day somebody of. But was they like, they bang, agreed bang, to terms. Yeah. They agreed to terms. Um. Uh, the day before, they didn't mm-hmm. have the contract signed until the day of. Yeah, as I recall, it was, it was right I don't up know. against. And the that, but but yeah. he he wasn't a free agent. He he was holding out. He wanted more money. True, true. That was a different set of circumstances. He yeah. had a deal. He had an. He had a year left, and he was holding yeah. out, and and didn't show up for camp, and then and, um, showed up and stood on the sidelines for the first the first or second That's, preseason game. Yeah, it, and yeah. everybody's like, "Yeah, yeah. there's Hyde." Yes, <laughs> remember that one? God, yeah, talking about a player we all loved. Yeah, that's for sure. He's right up on the list, isn't he? Oh, he's um, quintessential Steeler. Yeah. Yeah, well, and and I like I said, I know you haven't seen Troy uh, speak yet, but uh, he'll, will be allude, shortly. he'll allude to that. Trust me. Um, anyway, we will get on out of here, and I uh, just wanted to to mention we we are now part of uh, the Pigskin Podcast Network, and um, oh, we're announcing are, that. Well, I, I've been told I can, and um, I know most people listening are going the what. Yeah, well, you'll hear more about it as we uh, as we keep going. But um, the the show, as you know, it will continue to uh, be entertaining and informative as always. Uh, but eventually, we will be moving to a video format, um, so you can see our ugly mugs, which will probably turn most of you away. But we hope not. Um, in any case, uh, these things are still uh, wheels in motion, that kind of stuff, and we're hoping by September first to have everything up and running and um the advantage for us is just uh having somebody to help market and uh, get the word out plus we we can work closely with uh podcasts from the other 31 teams as well and um uh get some guests on they can have us on all that kind of stuff too so anyway yeah that's the pittsburgh or excuse me the uh pigskin podcast network tppn i gotta figure that out i still haven't done it yet Anyway, that's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, Steelers-Eagles Thursday night, so get ready for that one, Steeler fans. Anyway, for Ben, this is Steel Dad signing off on the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated. And hey, go Steelers. Ravens suck. <laughs>